This is the Vidya Group Podcast. Welcome to the second episode of the Vidya Group Podcast. This is your host, Acharya, and today we're going to start talking about the Vidya of the Green Revolution. What was the Green Revolution? Well, in India, it meant abandoning Hindu spiritual values. That happened when atheistic technocrats revolted against practically everything that was ever written in Shastra about Dharma, prescribed duty, farming, and protecting cows. The cause of modern cow slaughter and the stray cow crisis, which has become the recent cow war between the Muslim-dominated beef mafia and the Hindu Gorakshaks, is traced back to the Green Revolution itself, with the introduction of tractors, which did not increase crop yields. Increased crop yields were achieved not by modern science, as some would like you to believe, but by ancient Vedic technology of cross-breeding plants. Science, of course, wants to take all the credit. And even more amazingly, some politicians on the left, right, and center are proud about the Green Revolution that actually accelerated cow and bull slaughter and caused Hindu values to go into decline. Let's take a look at how that happened and what values actually mean. The founder Acharya of ISKCON, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, spoke about values in his seven purposes for ISKCON. In purpose number one, he said, to systematically propagate spiritual knowledge to society at large and to educate all peoples in the techniques of spiritual life in order to check the imbalance of values in life in order to achieve real peace and unity in the world. What Srila Prabhupada is in essence saying here is that there's a problem in the world today because we have abandoned spiritual education. So the need for systematically propagating spiritual knowledge and educating people in the techniques of spiritual life, that's what used to happen in India's Gurukul education system. So with the demise of the traditional Gurukul education system, we have now come to the point of an imbalance of values in life, which is affecting the peace and unity of the world. And that's the essence of the problem. We hear a lot of talk about values, but what exactly are values? Well, value is what remains when you subtract the costs from the benefits of any given thing. So the formula for value is benefits minus costs equal value. Now, the benefits of the Green Revolution in Asia between 1960 and 1990 are claimed to be 
Number one, a doubling of rice and wheat yields. Number two, reducing poverty by 50%. Number three, increasing caloric intake on an average of 33% per capita. And four, lowering the cost of grains. So what is the Green Revolution taking credit for and who's trying to take credit here? The Green Revolution had a lot of different components. There was the cross-breeding of plants. There was tractorization, mechanization of the agricultural process. And there was also chemical inputs into the agricultural process. So what exactly did the lion's share of the benefit in terms of these four benefits? What produced the most notable increases and in gains? For me, the clear winner is crossbreeding of plants and varieties of grasses that already existed. This technology is nothing new. The idea of crossbreeding plants has been around since time immemorial. So that somebody systematically endeavored to crossbreed plants and achieved demonstrable results, I think that's just a great thing, but I don't think that's a great credit to modern science. And clearly the increase in yield in the crops was due to crossbreeding and not due to tractors and not due to chemicals. So I think the benefits that were achieved in the Green Revolution are trying to be hijacked by modern industry. And I think that's, you know, their corporate bottom line, their personal interests at stake, and their ability to purchase you know, the historical narration of their glories through sponsoring educational textbooks and sponsoring media propaganda and, of course, politicians' campaigns. So I think, you know, the idea that, you know, the, the great savior of the world was modern industry and the chemical industry, I don't believe that's true. For example, it costs twice as much to maintain a tractor as it does to maintain and operate a pair of oxen to do your plowing and your traction work for you. So farmers with small land holdings, which is the average farmer today, can't optimally utilize a tractor and by investing in tractors, they may save some of their labor, but they really end up wasting money. It is not an optimal use of capital. So I would argue that in the Green Revolution, had we not introduced tractors and we would have simply introduced new hybrids, new crossbreeding of rice and wheat varieties, we could have reduced poverty even more than 50% and possibly increased caloric intake by more than 33%. And we could have possibly even lowered the cost of grains even further. 
So because all the costs of running the tractor get fed into the cost of the grain, which puts pressure on people's ability to purchase and consume grain. So I think the chemical and me mechanized inputs into the agri agricultural process are questionable at best in terms of bottom line benefits to society and to the farmers. In any case, when we talk here talk about the green revolution, we pretty much only hear these benefits. And that's only half of the story because aside from the benefits, there were also some significant costs that came along with the green revolution that we need to factor in and do a cost benefit analysis and see was there real value in the green revolution itself. And that's what we're gonna to try to accomplish. Tune in to our next Vidya Group podcast to get the second half of the story and learn about the real cost of the Green Revolution. Thank you for joining the Vidya Group podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. You can also subscribe to our Vidya Group blog at vidyagroup.ml where you will find our podcast, Twitter, and YouTube subscription links. This is the Vidya Group Podcast.